Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com, where you will see one of our sponsors. And it's Brood Awakenings. I can't wait to stop it and see them. Everything is fresh at Brood Awakenings. Fresh ingredients, cozy environment, nice, comfortable chairs, big screen TVs. They also have the full bar, Johnston location, also the work location. Four locations, two in Johnston. And then also Pontiac Avenue and Cranston Bald Hill Road in Warwick. I want to thank Brood Awakenings has been uh, so supportive. David, Karen, everyone over there. That's where I like to go. Folks, delicious breakfast sandwiches, delicious lunch, great in the afternoon. You'll discover the brew difference at Brood Awakenings. Now, I am in still in Eastern Europe. I will be uh, returning over the course of the weekend. I do want to touch on, though, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, who um, now, you know, we've made it to April right? Today's uh, Friday, April 1st. And the let, let's look at the calendar. You have April, you have May, June, three months. Then we hit July is four months, August is five months. So some important dates on the calendar. Number one, today's April 1st. What does that mean? Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott gets 46000 this month to do nothing. Governor McKee, more wasteful money. She's also going to get 46000 next month, the month of May. Another waste for doing what? Nothing. Now, end of June is when all the signatures, those that are running for office, that's when it becomes real. You have to get signatures, and then everything really starts to kick in motion. In July, Governor McKee, the bribes that he's paying to all these state workers, the next version of it goes out. Remember, he's giving out $3,000 bribes to try to curry favor for votes. He's already given 1500 and then they get their second $1,500 check. And then early voting for the primaries will be in uh, starting in August. So, and you have some pretty high-profile races. Obviously, the two biggest ones are the Congressional District Race 2, the Langevin seat. And then you also have the, uh, the governor's, obviously, the, the, the primary. And that is uh, the Democrat primary for governor. Now, another big primary to watch is the Providence mayoral because there's no big Republican that I am aware of, or independent even. So it would seem that whoever wins that September primary for a Democrat for mayor of Providence will, by all accounts, unless something dramatic happens, but will be, will be then the mayor. So that's a really uh, sped up. But I want to, um, now I also want to just point out, Brett Smiley is a name that's going to get a lot of attention. But a person to watch is this uh, Gonzal Curvo, and he was... Nelly Gorbea is chief of staff. What does that mean? It means he's got the voting list. So he is not new to politics. He's been involved with a lot of different administrations and campaigns. He is something to watch. He's running for a reason. The two that I've always said to watch are Gorbea, who's running for governor, and then obviously her former chief of staff, who is running to be the mayor of Providence. Now, as far as Nelly Gorbea, I have been saying that because of her ability to have the voting list that I regard her to be the front runner. Nothing has told me differently uh, that Helena folks has yet to stumble on an issue that's giving her any traction. Uh, maybe now as it's getting closer, from what I understand, a poll that came out still had her in single digits. So if she's going to, in fact, make any type of a move, it would have to happen at some point in the near future. Just, you know, she, she's got to try to get some kind of movement. Now, a problem with the debates, as you can imagine, because of the problems that he's in right now, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, he, he, he doesn't want to do any debates. He doesn't want to uh, even sit down and do an interview. I don't know how that's going to change because the FBI probe of him is not going to go away. So I recognize right now a couple of things are going to happen with Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee over the next couple of weeks. Number one, he's going to start to not get as much attention. I know he's going to still try to do press briefings focused on a certain topic such as education 
or, you know, if he's giving out money or something like that, that, then he'll obviously still want to be very visible. But as far as just doing a uh, the wins that he did in the beginning, okay, you know, who has a question, ask me a question. I think those days are long over. Number two, anyone that asks a question about the FBI probe at these press conferences, which the media has every right to ask, he's going to dismiss it. Oh, that's not why we're here. Please stick to the topic. He's always going to have someone with him. Um, here's what's going to happen also. His fundraising numbers are going to start to take a hit. People are going to stop, be a little more reluctant to give him money because of this FBI probe that he is under. This thing is not going to go away. There will be more leaks with this FBI probe. More people are going to be questioned about this FBI probe. More people are going to be questioned by the FBI. Um, I, I, if, if Rhode Island Governor, former Mayor Cumberland, Dan McKee can thread this needle and pull this off, that'll be no small feat. That think think of is is Rhode Island truly ready to elect a governor who is the subject and target of an investigation by the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office? Uh, I, I'm I'm waiting to see if that's going to happen. The last governor that was in that kind of a mess, you'd have to go back to Governor Dupreet, and at that time, all of those Governor Dupreet, his administration was facing a lot of allegations and charges, but it was all state. So because apparently, as our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd pointed out, because of, um, because of apparently the money in question was actually federal money, that's where he then gets himself into a bind. So I want you to know that once I do return to the United States in the Rhode Island, Massachusetts area, we're going to be very active. And someone else who... I, she, I, to me, she can't remain silent any longer, and that is Lieutenant Governor Matos. Hey, she's the one. She went to the dance with him. She's not getting a free pass. What did she know? And if you don't think that the, the FBI is not anxious to talk to her, guess again. She's heard a lot. She knows a lot. Um, I get it that she may have not have been there right in the, the very beginning when some of this stuff was going on, but that's definitely worth someone to, you know, to uh, talk to. And she's also been in the company of the governor. And I'm sure they'd be curious to know what she may have, what he maybe told her about the contract or what uh, she may have overheard some of his aides talking about this very suspicious contract. I think Rhode Island Governor, former Mayor Cumberland Damacy is about to find out that there's certain guidelines. You've got to follow the law when uh, you're just handing out $5 million to your friends and they, they can try to spin this any way they want. As attorney Tim Dodd said, you know, there's a possibility that they could look at this and say, oh, I guess there isn't anything. I, I just, I don't believe it. I think, as I've told you, every, at least once or twice a month, I get contacted by people that they feel that something has happened and they tell me that they contacted the FBI. And the FBI looks at it and says it's either there was no crime or that's not our deal. So they're usually pretty quick to uh, punt if they're if they they don't feel that it's it's their place. They also the, the just so you understand the FBI they don't bring losing cases. They only go after cases that you know eighty percent chance of uh, of of getting you know a conviction. They're not in the the business of of losing. And so between the Rhode Island State Police, and I am also telling you right now, there's something there with why the head of the Rhode Island State Police, Colonel Manny, why I believe why he decided to step down early. I mean, come on. He's leaving to be a town manager. Does that make sense to anybody? No, he wants out. I mean, I've heard different things, and I'm going to get them confirmed uh, when I get back on, you know, when I, when I get information from people, it's, it's in person. And you're going to be able to talk to someone and read them and judge them. And, you know, there's certain times they don't want to share things through communication. They don't want to share things over the phone. I fully get that. That's why I'm always meeting with people. But, no, I don't believe that he just decided. And I don't mean that against Colonel Manny. I think he just doesn't want to get dragged in on all this dirt that uh, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee decided when he came into office that it would just be a one-man crime wave. So this is ridiculous. But I, I am telling you, right, I just don't see it happening. I think, and, and this hasn't even, you know, he's going to get clobbered in the debates. How does he stand on a stage and defend the fact 
that he is the subject of an FBI probe. I, to me, it kind of begins and ends with that. He was going to have a tough time as it is between all the bribes to the state workers and the bribe to Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott and the insider deals. I think the voters of Rhode Island are going to say, you know, it was like an audition for a year. We've seen enough. He's like the Biden version of Rhode Island. I, I Again, I, I could be surprised. But um, right now, I think is his strongest. It's going to get worse with the FBI probe. It's going to get worse if someone flips and starts to cooperate against him uh, and, and, you know, receives immunity to do so. It's going to get worse when it goes to the grand jury. It's also probably going to get worse as he may have to, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee may have to go into a federal grand jury and take the fifth. Does that sound like someone that's going to be elected to run for the next four years? And I want to be very clear. As a talk host, I absolutely want him to. Who thought that he'd become like the Cianci of the North? You know, I thought we were getting the former mayor of Cumberland, lieutenant governor. I didn't realize we were getting you know, the McKee uh, crime family that they've brought in. So, I mean, it'd be very entertaining, all these investigations. But I just don't think the people of Rhode Island right now, between high gas prices, a failed Biden presidency, uh, all the COVID restrictions and all the other BS that people had to go through, I, I just don't think he's going to be able to sell the deal when he's standing on stage, and that's when the gloves are going to come off. All right, a lot more head on this Friday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, joining us on the line, even though I am still in Eastern Europe, is the Queen of Health, our friend Marie. Hello, Marie. Well, hello, John. How's, uh, how are things in Eastern Europe? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm coming home this weekend, so things... You, <laughs> think... you sound a little tired. Uh, I am. That's an understatement. But that means I need to make a trip to Menden Road because once I return, I need to be fully healthy, and you're the person to see. Now, Marie, of course, uh, a lot of people start to get allergies as springtime arrives. I'm just wondering if you have anything at It's My Health regarding allergies. Absolutely. We have herbal formulas. We have homeopathic formulas. We have some specific for trees, which is what's this time of year, some homeopathic formulas that work really, really well. Now, what about, it's the weather's been very raw and uh, wet. I was in Ukraine this morning, and all I was thinking was, I bet Marie has some nice tea that would warm me up and relax me. Oh, absolutely. Many of the teas, you know, would be wonderful just to warm up. But we're into uh, spring, so it's a detox time. So dandelion tea and burdock tea would be really, really good to help uh, the body transform itself from winter to spring. Folks, she is the queen of health. It's Marie at It's My Health. Now, Marie, this, people are going to be hearing this on Friday afternoon. What are your hours on Friday, and then what are your hours on Saturday? So Friday will be here from 11 to 5.30, and Saturday from 9 to 4. I arrive back this weekend, and I'm going to see the queen of health next week. Excellent. Look forward to seeing you, John. Have right. a safe have a safe travel back. Thank you, Marie. Folks, there she is, Marie of It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best. And if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340. 
West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. Folks, I may be in Eastern Europe, but he is on Benefit Street in Pawtucket. It's our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies in Pawtucket. Good afternoon, John Francis. I am doing okay. I'll tell you, I should have stopped in. I could have used some weapons to bring to some of these Ukrainian soldiers. But I, uh, on a serious note, John Francis, I am uh, curious, folks, and again, we'll speak with John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. I am curious to hear about, um, I'm sure you're well up to speed on some of the weapons that they're, that they're using and that they want to get the Ukrainian military armed to try to fight off this Russian invasion. Divulging too much, so my I have uh, I have a, someone very close to me who has relatives there, uh, and one of them uh, just finished training with a special forces group. Wow! That the Ukrainian military is now deploying. Great! And let's just say they've got some surprises for the <laughs> invading Russian troops. Good! I'm glad to hear it, John Francis, because you're talking about urban. Compat, and, and you know, I, obviously, I'm calling you, and it's about everything that you supply and firearms and ammunition. But I am curious, John Francis, some of the weapons that now we're agreeing to send over. Is, so I'm glad to hear that. It's fair to say the Russians they're not prepared for some of the weapons that are going to be coming against them. No, and and in fact, uh, Vladimir Putin has stepped up his rhetoric to uh, now basically. So any 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 convoys coming into ukraine are now fair game as far as he is concerned yeah no my uh my plans for entering ukraine still remain a little up in the air only because they seem to be killing reporters journalists and now we're learning they've been targeting them but i'm going to know in the next 48 hours but in the meantime you have great uh product right now available and also great ammunition i do uh so i've i have Plenty of nine millimeter. I've got forty-five auto. I've got forty S and W. I've got twenty-two LR. Um, I've got twelve gauge. I did get some more twelve gauge target loads. Uh, I have slugs. I've got buckshot. I just got another big shipment of uh, you know uh, ammo cans and storage cases and cleaning supplies. Uh, and uh, I was going to actually announce it tomorrow. I thought you were going to be calling me tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, um, I've taken in a, and I, I think I mentioned this before, I, I now have possession of a private collection. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's over 65 guns that wow. have come in. Excellent. Um, and there are more, potentially more coming. Oh. Um, I'm we're just waiting on, uh, I'm waiting on them to get another one of the safes open. And... Um, so over the next, hopefully over the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, I'll be getting getting this stuff ready to go and get pics posted up on my uh, Facebook page. That is fantastic. Folks, it's John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. And John, again, uh, folks, he also will, if you want to sell it outright or maybe sell it on consignment. John Francis, what are your hours on Friday and Saturday? Uh, Friday, we're open 10 to 6, and Saturday, uh, 9 to 4. And just a quick question, John Francis, you, you have to, you're a student of history. There's no way Putin thought, I don't believe, that this was going to drag on as long as it has and that the Ukrainian people were going to fight back as hard as they have. Um, yes, and so the, 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 I'm surprised that Putin did not, being, you know, being a KGB and, and, and somewhat of you know, a student of history, I mean, most of those people are, they should have known how how you know the you know they're fighting against other Slavic people. They don't give up. Right. They don't quit. Yep. And they're willing to fight to the very last. And notice how Putin has stepped up the the increasing the use of more deadly. They're they're now using thermobaric bombs wow. on, on civilians. Huh. I watched a video last night. It was absolutely terrifying. Huh. What, what they what they did to this town. Wow. And so uh, that tells me he's afraid of losing. Yes, very and much now, so. Because the, the, the morale around the Russian troops is they're being demoralized. They have supply chain issues. And they did not expect 
that Western weaponry was going to be as effective as it is. That is exactly right. Folks, he is John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. John, great to hear your voice. I remain here in the next week, but I will uh, talk to you again next week from Eastern Europe. Okay, John. All right. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, John Francis. Folks, it's John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies right here on the John DePietro Show. Okay, it's John DePietro. We're right at the border, Mandinka, and there are a group here, and they are foreign fighters. And uh, what can you tell us about yourself? My name's Paul. I'm from Glasgow. Uh, all I can say at the moment, we're very frustrated. Uh, diplomacy and bureaucracy is holding everything up. Ukraine has not been very forthright with the truth. Uh, and basically we're just waiting to do anything we can, whether it begin for military action or humanitarian aid, whatever, we're just here to help in any way whatsoever. Um, and there's a group of us here prepared to do whatever we need to do. How many How many uh, are you with? There's a group of about 30 or 40 of us and at the moment, and that's growing every day. And you guys, you're waiting to go into action? We're waiting to help in some form, one way or another. Say it's frustrating because there's delays. It's very frustrating. We came here to help, and all we had were hands tied. Can't go anywhere. As I say, the Ukrainian forces are not very forthright with the truth. How long have you been here? Four days. Four days waiting to go in. Four days waiting to go in. And you guys signed up and everything. I mean, you're in full military gear. Well, we've no signs for the legion. The legions know what it seems, and my advice to anybody coming to join that legion is don't. Is don't join the legion. Bad move. Um, is that surprising? I would think. I mean, you show up a group of forty. I would think put you right in action. You guys seem ready to go. Well, it's, it's yes, it's it's very surprising. But I promised the world. Started at the airport. Nobody to pick us up. Um, no follow through. Make your own way to the border. Get to the border. Take your passport. Which is another thing. Tell people don't give them your passport. They disappear with it, and then you're in the legion. And it's just a shit show. That's and then you're just waiting to see what's going to happen from here. We're waiting to see what our next move is. Next 30, 60, 48 hours before we can do anything. And who is, uh, you have a leader as well that's been uh, leading this whole thing. We have a leader, a colonel. I won't tell you his name. Ex-Foreign ex Legion. Very clued up, very switched on. Uh, he'll be leading us in whatever action we decide to take. And I can see there there's seems to be a pretty good amount of... Uh, foreign legion fighters that are here ready to go there's a lot of guys here prepared to go and help uh, whatever that takes yes. okay, okay. thank you very much alright folks again and uh, as I'm standing here it's Sean DePietro I can see there are uh, guys in military garb and they're really all over the place and uh, they are you heard that that crew is from Glasgow but they're from all over and they're prepared and they're just waiting they seem frustrated they thought they'd get to see action a little bit faster than this but uh, it's obviously not happening. I don't know enough about the screening process, but this is right at Mandinka, right at the border. I'm looking over to my right is, in fact, Ukraine, and then we're right here at the border. And so you have all the refugees coming in, and then you also have all of these foreign fighters as well. We're here with uh, Vitek, and Vitek and I were just having a conversation. Vitek, um, where you live in and your business is is very close to the the border ukraine and you were just sharing with me how you feel about what's going on uh you don't like it in any way no i don't like it anyway because i, I as, as i said before i cannot imagine if i at the moment i have to leave everything all my life behind behind living behind me and go somewhere else in the world i if i have to live uh, I, I can speak some english so it's easier for, to me uh, to communicate with other people from, uh, from Spain, France, uh, everywhere. But not everyone from Ukraine uh, can, can do that. So even if they, uh, they have to leave uh, old staff, um, I don't know, no, even, even in, um, some pets at home. So they have to leave, just uh, take, uh, grab the bags, just have some clothes, not, not, so, many, uh, not so much money and go somewhere um, to, to strange, to strange uh, different world completely from them. So we, as a people here, we have to do something with this. I don't know exactly what, but I can, I can I help in them 
what I can do. Some, I'm buying for them some food sometime for children, some very small eats for children and sweets. Everything what I can do. We, we deliver a pizza for uh, Ukrainian children for free, of course. Yeah, to not not so many not so many times, but a couple of times only. But it's only things what I can do at the moment for them. Tell me about um, and again, folks. It's um, it's John DePietro, and we just had a delicious meal with our friend, and both just um, talking about the situation, but. Tell us a little bit, if you don't mind, about your family, how long you've been in Poland, uh, how Poland has enjoyed peace for quite some time. I'm living here all the, uh, since I was born here, so... Um, you know, I can understand some people that they living and um, living your home and um, trying to escape before, uh, before the war, but I used to be in London for three years, so I was foreigner, of course. So, you, sometimes when I was walking um, for Trafalgar Square, for example, so th- there is a thousand of people every day walking around, but I so feel completely alone because I was there alone. I couldn't speak, even at all, even a word. So, so it was a very strange uh, feeling to me. So I understand very well that those, those people that go going and uh, they feel like they they feel a little bit. Uh, mm, how to say? Um, Just lost. Oh yeah, lost. lost. Yeah, that, yes. that was the word. They, yeah. they feel we are lost here. So um, that we are, we Polish people, um, trying to helping in, in every way we can do, as a as a as, as ordinary people here. And not only that, but COVID was tough and hard, and now people want to travel again. People want to be out. Oh. This summer, normally, you'd have all the Americans and tourists coming back into Poland, and now people are afraid because of war. Yes, they are a little bit afraid. Maybe it's not exactly afraid, but we are talking all the time about this. Because we are all people always, and of course, and every of us have different opinion about this. So even if you can find the people here that like this war, this is completely stupid and madness for me. Are there some people that 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 customers that come in that that you hear that do like the war? Yes, really. You can find it's not so much. Maybe wow. for a, you can find two or one person for um, two thousand for one thousand. There is a little completely mad mad. Mm. You know, that's that's what I want to say because they people mm, think. Because we have, uh, how to say, um, uh, there are um, some different opinions in the in the, in the web, so yes. you can read every time. But uh, from from the Putin side, uh, they putting uh, very um, uh, not that strange, but uh, the, the many liars. Yes, and in, in a lot the, of propaganda. Yeah, oh, propaganda. Yes, yes. yes. The propaganda. But and, as a resident of Poland, if Putin and Russia take Ukraine. I don't think Poland wants Russia as a neighbor. You don't want them living next next door. This is my place, and I'm living here. I'm living exactly 13 kilometers from the border. So, even if, of course, if it happens, I I cannot believe it. If it, if I will stay here, yes, because this is my place, my country, and I will join to the army. Immediately, my you wife, would you would stay and fight for Poland. Yeah, I will stay and fight. Yes. My wife and my children. I, 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 I try to do, to force them to go away in the in the in the west. But I will stay here and fight. I was I was in the army, so. Mm. Now you grew up in Poland. What about your family? Where was your family during the Second World War? You know, I don't know. I don't oh. I don't know uh, my grandpa. Because mm. they they lost in, somewhere in the in, uh, in the uh-huh. war, but my father is born in nineteen uh, nineteen thirty six, mm. so he was so young. But at the end, he, he, he said uh, he he has uh, he had he has <laughs> uh, seven years. He was seven years old, so mm. he was uh, running between the German uh, German uh, soldiers. Yes. Wow! 
And was this this area yeah. occupied by the Germans? The Germans. But during after that, when the Russian camps, they trying to our uh, to um, to free us. But it's completely different. They as they trying to after the Second World War, they they freed us exactly what they do that at the moment to the Ukrainians. Yes. Yeah. Poland is a um, it's a beautiful country though, and the people are terrific, and great history and great culture, and it just as you said, that's all anyone's talking about. Would you? Everyone seems a little on edge. This is has everyone nervous watching to see what's going to happen. Yes. 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 But when you when you going around and walking on the street, you you you, you see you just passing by the all the immigrants, um, emig- and you see yeah, even you, and uh, two days ago, yeah, I saw a couple of American soldiers here, so oh, they yeah. they are here. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Now that's I haven't heard that. You saw some American yeah, soldiers. The, the, the Americans are definitely far more in Poland. Now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, is that a when you see that? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a very good thing. Yeah. I I stop the car, go away. I ask them what you do. I said hello, guys. Mm. <laughs> what do I, uh, what you are doing here? So I said, are you on holiday? Just trying to joke to them. Yeah. <laughs> so they just a little laugh and say, no, no, I don't know. They said, okay, we are here to. We are just here. They didn't say to me exactly what they do, what they right. want you going to do here. Yeah. But no, our country. Um, and again, folks, it's John DePietro in, um, could you pronounce exactly where, where we, it's, it's Presmol. Presmol? This, this town, where, where we are. This, Przemysl. Przemysl, I'm sorry. Przemysl. I pronounce it completely different. Yeah, yeah, no, but we're, we're, today I was out at the border. At, at Medica. 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 Yes. And, um, and it's just terrible seeing all of the small children and the people coming nonstop. One, one line, people, one, one line with yes. people walking, going, and going all the time. Yeah. But I can see this many helps come comes to the, the city and to border because I I'm I work as a pizza delivery, of course, yes. also. Yeah. So when I'm going to outside the road, so there was one big line with cars, the big cars going to the from Italian, German, from German, France. Um, uh, uh, Dutch, or, yeah, Dutch, yes. Norwegian people going to the Korean border. Mm. So, yeah, uh, so I really appreciate that for for all Europe that helping them. Yes, that's very yeah. good because we I can feel like uh, we are the part of uh, something big, bigger. Because before that, uh, it was not exactly, but at the moment, people uh, really focused on this really problem, this, this problem here on yes. Ukraine, and they all stayed together. What do you think of the leader of Ukraine, Zelensky? You know, before that, uh, the war started, I, I didn't know him. Right. <laughs> not, not at all. I, I know, I had only the, the name of Zelensky, right. but that's it. Yeah. Well, what about now? But I think he's a real hero. He's he a, is. He's a real hero, and it's... Uh, it's superhero. It's not a hero. It's yes. a superhero. It's um, it's, it's somebody that uh, keep the Ukrainian people together, yes. give them uh, give him motivated, the, the, motivated, give them yes. hope. Yes. Because the hope, the, the hope in that that moment, this situation is is, is very very important. Because if, without the hope, if you don't don't see the your uh, your goal, you this you are lost. That's right. If you are uh, thinking uh, exactly what you have to do, and you have a good, good, very good and strong leader, you follow them, follow yes. him, follow him. Well, I can tell you before I let you. There's more American troops headed to Poland, and as you said, that's a good thing. Yes, it's a very good thing because yes. I think they're they landing in um, Yashonka, yes. next to right. next to Rzeszów. Yes, uh, I'm thinking because I think they like like um, the very. I've, I hope that uh, American soldier and uh, from uh, I don't from English, of course troopers, they stop uh, Putin thinking that that he can come, uh, he can go further. Yeah, that's exactly. It's, I think it's stopping him exactly. Yes. Very nice to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You run a beautiful restaurant. <laughs> Thank you. Your wife. Who made who made the, the, my dinner tonight? Is that your wife in the kitchen? No. no, no. It's a two girl, two it different girls. Right. Very, very good. Thank, Thank you. you Folks, much. again, it's John DePietro. We're on the road. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, 
fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. You're listening to The John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is April 1st. This is not an April Fool's. I will be returning over the weekend back to southern New England. And uh, I want to thank everyone that was uh, part helping to make this broadcast such a success Again, um, you know, I, I obviously I, I like to explore different things. There's so much new technology makes it possible. Listen, when, when you decide, as I've always said, when you try to do something outside of the studio, do a remote, there's always challenges that come in and there's the possibility that something could go wrong. When you try to do it on the other side of the world, when you try to do it from a war zone, a lot of things can can go wrong. But folks, on this Friday, and I also want to, um, well, I'll talk about it, but the, on this Friday, it is April 1st, and uh, this portion of the program, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. What are you doing uh, for lunch or maybe stock up for the weekend? They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. I can't wait to stop in and see them. Why? Well, the freshest, everything's baked fresh, delicious calzones, the most, I think they're the best calzones in New England, plus they have the most delicious chocolate frosted donuts, chocolate donuts. Also, let's go Brandon Cupcakes and Donuts. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Where are they located? 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Stop in and see them. Uh, it's safe. It's off the beaten path a little bit. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Pop in, get something for lunch, whether it's delicious sausage and pepper or they have spinach pies, or they have the old-fashioned pizza strips. And again, the most delicious calzones, it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, folks, again, check out the website, dipetro.com. We have, uh, obviously, a lot of video up. And what we're going to do is, um, <clears throat> on a day like today, just do some some of the highlights a little bit, because there's a lot involved with uh, as I am planning to uh, make my way back. But again, I, I encourage you, visit the website, dipetro.com and dipetro.com one of our sponsors is stop it and see them the uh, coesed in 226 coesed avenue in west work where they have by the way delicious polish food and i've eaten some tremendous polish food as i have um i think you know our plan has kind of worked out where i've been staying in poland right near the border and then traveling into ukraine during the course of the day and i'll, I'll tell you why in just a moment but um i really want to thank jim and everyone at the Coincident, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks on the lounge, they're waiting for you at the Coincident. So, folks, um, I have been, as many of you know that have been listening, we've been traveling into Ukraine during the day, um, and and it's it's very difficult. And uh, it's listen, Ukraine is dangerous at night. You go in there, it's dangerous. It's a war zone. It is. There's tanks. There's trucks. There's the long guns. There's, you know, it's 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 a war zone. And at night, it's it's very dangerous. I was speaking with someone yesterday. And he was telling me, sharing a story that, you know, there is a curfew in Ukraine and you really don't want to be out after dark. And a lot of the people don't go out after dark because it's dangerous. But uh, in order to do that, they, they do have checkpoints set up. So the, the deeper you go into the country, the more checkpoints that you encounter. And anyone that's ever traveled in a country where there are checkpoints, that's where there can be miscommunication. That's where things can go wrong. You don't know who's in front of you at the checkpoint. You don't know who's behind you at the checkpoint and uh, this reporter that i met from france was sharing the story that they figured okay they have five miles to go to get back to where they were staying and it was it was basically you know right before it, as dark was going to hit so they had about and and they had 90 minutes to do it and that that sounds like a good plan except they got to the checkpoint and and they would just stop there as the the whoever was the guards at the checkpoint 
we're processing or talking to different people or questioning different people. So anyhow, so they, they waited an hour and a half at the checkpoint. So when they finally get up there, um, you know, they're like, well, there's a curfew. You're not even supposed to be out right now. And then they were trying to say, well, yeah, but we've been standing in line. My point is it doesn't matter. And so, you know, then it, it, it led to, it was very uncomfortable. And he told me they ended up sleeping in their car. They couldn't even, they wouldn't let them through, even though they only had five miles to go and thought they had left plenty of time. So my point is now, again, they, they weren't shot. They weren't arrested. They weren't harmed, but they also were not allowed to pass. And, but you don't know what had just been happening. So it's, um, and then you hear different stories. There's, there's more bombings going on than, than are reported. There's more shootings going on than is reported. Um, and it, it's one of those things. If something happens, you're the one that entered and you always have to remember that. So I am, uh, feel very good that, uh, unless something changes, I'll be traveling back over the course of the weekend and, uh, I feel good, um, and, and safe. And I appreciate everyone with, uh, all their support and, and concern. And what's all, there's so, so many different interesting dynamics to this. And a big part is, you know, I mentioned that I was seeing a lot of helicopters and now I must have seen, uh, some kind of a drill that they were doing because Ukrainian helicopters attacked a Russian uh, oil refinery during the course of the night. So now they're going on the offensive and taking the fight to Russia. And I want to repeat, I, I don't understand the people that are not supporting Ukraine. So, U Ukraine, uh, listen, everybody's not like the United States, but they're pretty close. Peaceful nation. They've been under attack by Russia. They were invaded by Putin. He is a madman. He is a killer. Um, some of the atrocities you're hearing, what I hear about the Russian soldiers is they basically, they are, are, are unmotivated. And I mean, talk about being in a tough position, but they basically, they... The, the Russians bomb these different areas and then the Russian soldiers go in and they steal things out of the homes and then they sexually sexually abuse whatever women are around or even children are around. That's what I hear about the the Russian soldiers. So, and uh, you know, they, some of them are deserting. Uh, many of them, thousands have been killed because of this Putin war. I want to remind people this begins and ends with Putin. One, one, um, big benefit of of coming over here and then just going you know you really just immerse yourself in the story and i've spent so much time speaking to uh reporters and journalists from other countries that cover this region whether it be uh you know reporters in poland or reporters in italy or reporters in france or reporters in germany and then obviously speaking with the ukrainian people and you've heard many of the, you know, the translators that I've had at, and they, they talk about the history. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to be returning after being here for a month. You, you come back with far more knowledge about the area, the relationship than when you first got here. I, I understand not everyone's up on it. I'm still getting this ridiculous emails from people focus on our country. And I, I, I get it. Not everyone follows history. We have an obligation. Anyone that says that doesn't, isn't even aware that we signed an agreement that, you know, that if Ukraine would not pursue a nuclear path of weapons, that the United States, we signed that Budapest agreement with the UK, with Russia, that we would, in, in essence, provide protection to Ukraine. So we're, we're fulfilling our deal. I think many people that say, well, I'm focused on our, they, they, they were completely unaware of that. And they're also completely unaware about Putin. This is someone that, you know, the, the, um, the UK Great Britain, they are supplying Ukraine with, uh, they call those those kamikaze drones that can take out tanks. But what really has to happen is they need to uh, enable the Ukraine military to take out those missiles and the uh, long-range bombing that they're doing. Because the, the uh, you know, a lot of, apparently, the military equipment that Ukraine has, they, they can, they certainly have defeated them on the ground, and they can certainly take out tanks. And do things like that but it's it's very tough if people if they're launching you know missiles from either ships or just high altitude that's certainly problematic but they have proven themselves to be fighters look how long this has gone on you can't believe anything that comes out of russia you can't believe anything that comes out that putin says 
He is a murderer. He's a pathological liar. He, he is not only just the enemy of the free world, he's the enemy of any normal, sane, law-abiding individual. That's what he, who he's the enemy of. And again, I also want to mention, it's, of course it's obvious that, that Biden is weak and Biden still seems timid. And talk about not having the right team on the field. There's, there's no question about that. No one's denying that. But I think it is important that NATO is strong. I think it is important that the people of the United States have responded. Um, he, he has decided, Putin has decided to make Russia like North Korea. Just a completely uh, ostracized and, and, and basically, you know, they're, they're just going to be secluded from the world. He made that choice. You go back many years, you know, President Bush, 20, 20 years ago, keep in mind, Putin's been in power for 22 years, 20, 20 years ago, there, there was talk of trying to like bring them into the, into the fray, try to, you know, Russia, think of the different people that visited Russia. Russia was open to the West. I've talked about that. Bob Kraft went, Putin stole the Super Bowl ring, Bon Jovi performed there, different films were filmed there. They were trying to bring them into the mix, but you have someone who's the head who has no interest in that. He was always just more interested in trying to reclaim the territory that they had when it was the Soviet Union. And when you have someone that's, that's insulated, um, in, 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 and if he is given a chance, Ukraine needs to continue the offensive because all he will do, he'll, he'll wait. He'll wait a year and recalibrate the, the troops and then reload and get more equipment up he his word means nothing he is a you know as i've said putin is a gangster thug murderer killer pathological liar uh you know human life means nothing to him and will stop at no end it's all land grab it's all how he views his place in history someone like that needs to be stopped someone it is like a it's like a dog that needs to be put down period simple end of story there's there's they can be and people ask me well do you think Zelensky's willing to negotiate he's not in a position of power well i don't know how else to explain it there's one person that's calling the shots here for now and he has no interest in negotiating and he has no they're not even returning any communication from the intelligence of the united states he's taken off this on this direction they need to stop he needs to be defeated now you can't he none of this forgiven no absolutely not this is not like hey sorry about that my bad no he needs to be eliminated he needs to be taken out and i'm not saying again that the united states has to do it but at least the united states and nato provide ukraine the uh you know military weapons that they need to finish this job folks you're listening to the john DePietro show in this portion of the program you know spring is here why not call get your driveway paved with j perry paving what a difference it makes your property get that driveway paved high quality fair pricing exceptional service j perry paving do you know how much better your property is going to look you have a brand new driveway or patio j perry paving free estimate any project call them 401 732-1730-401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. Licensed insured contracting company. No matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. It's J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You're listening to The John DePietro Show a problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401 732 6562 24 hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401 732 6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is recooganheating.com residential services as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, to installation, RE Coogan Heating. Proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. 
Now it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. It's 24-hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Into Brood Awakenings and discovered the Brood difference. Two locations in Johnston, also in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, their local, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, great comfortable chairs, deli- delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the Brood difference at Brood Awakenings. Portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop in and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You know, delicious food inside the Lodge Pub and Eatery, a tradition since 1994. Also, check out the beautiful new deck that they've added. Hey, they're going to have some nice seating out there, and also they'll do the igloos. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Check them out on the website, depetro.com. The Coesed Inn, or Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can to link directly to them and gift certificates are available the coesed inn 226 coesed avenue in west warwick brothers disposal call brothers disposal today get a purple dumpster for your driveway how do you know it's brothers disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 401 688 get a dumpster in your driveway maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brother's Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brother's Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal, 401 401- six eight eight zero five one seven look for them on facebook brothers disposal get a dumpster in your driveway four oh one six eight eight zero five one seven